Phoenix Mercury, our subject, and talking to the new Phoenix Mercury general general manager, Nick Uran, who joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Nick, good morning. Nick. Uh, I'm Vince. My partner's Dan. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, and I should say, welcome home. Uh, yeah. Getting this opportunity uh, to, to come back where you grew up in Arizona. I mean, how much... How much of that was a factor uh, for you in, in taking this new opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it. Um, there were a ton of ton of factors. This job checked a ton of boxes for me, both personally and professionally, and and none none less than me being able to come home. Uh, you know, I was born and raised here. I started my career with the organization. Started my career with the Suns and Mercury, and so to come back to a city that I love and feel at home at and an organization that I care very deeply about. It was, uh, it was a no-brainer. The big difference now in your homecoming is uh, you've got a billionaire owner who wants to win every <laughs> basketball game and is willing to spend to make that happen. Your viewpoint of the Matt Ishbia experience as it applies to the Mercury. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, another huge factor in why I took the job. Uh, Matt, his leadership, Josh Bartlestein, I mean, they really sold me on their vision and their willingness to spend and give us every single possible resource we could we could want or need. And so, um, believe me, that was a huge factor. Matt's been great. Um, you're right. He wants to win every game. He wants to win last night's game, even if we didn't win it. So he's, uh, he's all in. He wants to win every game. But, it, you know, the difference between him and most other owners who want to win every game is that he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. And I think that'll make a difference across our entire organization, um, but especially on the W side where that just hasn't always been the case across the league. And I think we're starting to see it already. It's already gotten us a few few players and, and words starting to spread about how we want to do things and, and how Matt's willing to conduct himself. Yeah, definitely want to take a look at the team and what you guys have cooking, but I do want to ask one more question about your background. You talk about winning a lot. You come from an organization in, in Golden State that won a lot and you are part of their championship lore with you know, I read a lot about game four of the twenty fifteen finals, Nick, and, and the role that you played in that. That being said, new opportunity and excitement, yes, but how hard is it to leave a, a cultured organization like Golden State? Yeah, I wouldn't have left it for, for many opportunities, that's for sure. Um I loved it there. It was uh, it, I, I spent you know nine amazing years there with incredible people, incredible experiences. Um, I just felt fortunate to sort of be riding the caboose and and be along for the ride. Um, biggest thing I took away from being there was just the quality of people. Um, you know, we had a ton of talent, which which was amazing and awesome, but. Um, it was the quality of people from Bob Myers to Steve Kerr to Steph Curry to Rick Welts. I mean, I could go on and on. Mm -hmm. And so one, one of the major things I learned was just the importance of, you know, having quality people under one roof. Um, it wasn't easy to leave, but it was, uh, like I said, Matt and Josh really sold me on what we could do here. And I'm so, so excited. So, so thankful for what, you know, I was able to be a part of there. Um, but really, really excited for what's to come. Yeah, and with your homecoming, you, you you know the lineage, you know how good the Mercury's been in the past, and now coming back, Diana Taurasi's still here, coming back still here. for still here to twenty-first season. I think, I think she'll be here past when I'm here. I think, <laughs> I think she's just going to be here. It's, it's, right. We need to stop questioning it and just realize that you know she'll probably outlast me here. Yeah, she's just eternal. She's just going to be hooping forever. That's the way it should yep. be. How 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 are you? Uh, how do you build the team around a legend? Obviously. Uh, um, her, her legacy and her resume speaks for itself. What do you want this basketball team to look around, Diana? 
Yeah, it, that was kind of one of the tightropes I've been trying to walk is like, we need to give Diana the best team we can to celebrate her talent, to celebrate her accomplishments, uh, a competitor like her and someone who's accomplished so much, like whenever she decides to hang it up, uh, she deserves to go out with a really enjoyable year and a really competitive team. And so we want to support her and, and, and celebrate her and put the best team around her that we can while also building for the future and uh, while also putting pieces in place that can this thing can be sustainable whenever she's done. Um, so we're trying to balance those two things. Hopefully we've made a dent in that plan uh, with this offseason, but that's certainly the goal is to give her a really exciting team to play with uh, that complements her and then one that we can also be excited about for the coming two, four, six years. Phoenix Mercury General Manager Nick Uren, our guest here on uh, during Newsmakers Week. One of your early tasks as GM was to conduct a coaching search. Uh, it was an exhaustive search by all accounts. You end up with Nate Tibbetts, a, a very qualified coach with an NBA background, but you're aware of it, Nick. There was a lot of reaction to that hire. Um, you know, you know, with the lack of WNBA experience for Nate Tibbetts, were you, were you surprised at uh, at the amount of reaction you got to that uh, particular hire? And what was it about Nate Tibbetts that convinced you that he is the guy for this job? Yeah, I don't know. Surprised is probably the wrong word. I mean, one of the things you know, I wouldn't have joined the WNBA if I didn't believe in and stand with what it stood for, what its players stand for, what its fans stand for. So I align with absolutely everything that, um, you know, everybody said around that search. Um, and as I said in my press conference, like this is an opportunity for us to really show that we're going to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. So like we went out and got the best coach we could get. We are thrilled with Nate as a coach. He's an excellent tactician, excellent basketball coach, an even better human being. Um, We've got a great vibe in the gym right now. He's down there working with players every single morning. He's in the weight room lifting with them. Like they're loving it and they are getting the attention they deserve. And then as it relates to some of the uh, voices or criticism, like I said this in my press conference, but I align with everything that the W stands for. And now we have an opportunity to show, you know, top to bottom in our organization that we're about giving opportunities to people of all different backgrounds and creating not only opportunities within our organization, but opportunities for people to grow and then hopefully move on in this league. So um, we're really excited about Nate, and uh, I think the fans will grow to really be appreciative of what he brings to our team. You know, and and a lot of fans are kind of bummed out so close possibly to being able to draft Caitlin Clark, but there's no doubt she's going to bring uh, a lot of excitement and a lot of eyeballs to the WNBA. In fact, the state of women's basketball is is more healthy than it is ever ever been speak to her and what she's brought to the game and just how the sport has grown in incredibility and legitimacy and entertainment value over the past 10 years it's so exciting it's it's i keep referencing reasons i took the job and you're kind of checking them you know off the list as this conversation goes by but um the chance to be a part of women's sports right now like it's just exploding and who knows where it's going to be like 10 years from now. And so the chance to sort of get on this roller coaster ride and, and be a part of its ascension um, is really, really exciting to me. I think the game is in uh, amazing hands in terms of where this thing can go. I've been at a ton of college practices since taking the job and like all the way down to freshmen on some of these college campuses, like 
the talent is awesome. And so like, we should be really, really excited about all being sports, women's sports fans and, and fans of college, women's college basketball fans of the WNBA. I think it's only going to get better and better. And yeah, I mean, Caitlin is, is extraordinary. Like I have personally seen that effect with Steph Curry, where fans are showing up an hour before the game for warmups and packing the house to see what spectacular thing he'll do next. And she reminds me so much of that. Um, she's for sure her own person. I'm not comparing her to Steph, um, but I think her impact can be similar, if not greater. She's just, uh, she's awesome and she'll be awesome for the game, whether she's on your team or not. She's just going to be awesome for the game of basketball. Nick, thanks so much for the time. Great to yeah. get a chance to talk no to you. Uh, and again, welcome back to, uh, to Arizona. Looking forward to seeing what the Mercury can put together this year.